Welcome to On Water, the Session Magazine podcast. Here we talk to water athletes, entrepreneurs, scientists, and earth-friendly folks about the experience of a life well-lived connected to water. I'm your host, Evelyn O'Doherty. Let's dive in. Welcome to this week's episode of On Water. In today's show, I'll be reading aloud an article from the winter 2021 issue of Stand Up Journal entitled The Sup Vets. In this article, which is about a retreat for military veterans to learn how to surf as a way to offset their PTSD and rebuild the camaraderie that is often lost when they return to civilian life. We are also so lucky to have voiceovers from some of the men who were on that retreat, including Army Captain Will Clark, former Navy SEAL Ben Ives, and Generation co-founder Lauren Saxby. Stay tuned. You're going to love this episode. The Sup Vets, a return to camaraderie and a connection to the ocean on retreat with the United States military to learn to surf. Sit with warriors. The conversation is different. Spending time with 12 United States military veterans and active duty servicemen in a place like Punta Mita, Mexico is no small feat. You have to bring your A-game every day because that's how they operate all the time. Their level of knowledge about certain subject matters is profound. Their art of perception is unique, and their capacity to learn a new skill like subsurfing is voracious. If you ever want to get yourself motivated to learn something new, spend some time around vets. The conversation is different. The SUP Veterans is a uniquely designed nonprofit organization that gives U.S. veterans and active-duty military servicemen and women an opportunity to decompress by learning how to stand up paddle surf with world-class coaches in an all-expense-paid deluxe setting at the Grand Palladian Resorts Vallarta in Punta Mita, Mexico. Led by the team at Generation, coaches include champion subsurfer and Generation co-founder Sean Pointer. Bronze medalist in subsurfing at the Pan American Games, Daniel Hughes, Ian Kanga Cairns, former world champion surfer and founding father of professional surfing, and last but not least, local subsurf legend Felipe Hernandez. Also in the mix is Generation's co founder and serial entrepreneur, Lauren Sachs Saxby of California. The SUP Vets Retreat offers five days of complete immersion in the practice and skills training of learning how to SUP surf from any level while connecting with other veterans in a private setting with a spectacular view of the ocean. Naval Commanding Officer Captain Will Clark, 
offers us his reflections and perspective on the evening sessions on the veranda that we experienced during the retreat, where each night we would convene outside, upstairs, and just let down our guards to talk about what was really important. Here's the words from Will. Back in uh, September of 21, I had the fortune of uh, attending the uh, SUP Vetch Retreat in uh, Mexico. For me, that was a, a great experience, a greater place to go and uh, sort of meet with other veterans and learn how to uh, stand a paddleboard. It was something that was really new to me. What struck me was uh, the first evening, you know, getting there um, and uh, listening a bit to some of the backgrounds and some of the experiences of the other 11 vets and then uh, essentially recognizing that, you know, what we had in common obviously is uh, a service to our nation, but also that we all joined from a different place, uh, be it throughout the country, ways we grew up and in, 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 in ways that uh, we essentially excelled uh, just, you know, for the mission of uh, defense of the nation. But uh, one of the things, the commonality of being a, a veteran who have served is that no matter what the environment that we're in with our other veterans, when we are, in fact, on active duty, is, is pretty much uh, the most uh, diverse uh, environment uh, with respect to, um, you know, ethnicity, uh, geographical, where people came from, how they grew up, uh, socioeconomic, and all of those uh, pieces. And we are brought together, essentially unified by the mission, but we figure it out, we make it work, and we get the best out of each other within the confines of the uh, settings of which we undergo when we're within uh, the military. Many studies have shown that almost every veteran suffers from some level of PTSD. It is a byproduct of the work they have engaged in. The purpose of this retreat is to bring vets together to recreate the deep bonds experienced on active duty and to give them a joint mission to work towards, that of catching waves every day. Ben Ives is a former Navy SEAL and current instructor at the Coronado Navy SEAL Base in San Diego, California. Ben's input on the retreat is both heartfelt, dynamic, and impactful. His words are something that will stay with you long after this article and this podcast is finished. Take a moment and listen to Ben here. So my first trip to SUP Vets, as I've made three now at this point, the purpose of, the, of this piece is to introduce uh, the way it went for me at the beginning and then how it's rolled out since then and what's happening now and what the gains have been and uh, what impacts it has made on, on myself and the people that are invited on this trip. So the first time I went down, I was completely blown away. Once I started to learn and realize who was going to be there inside the vet group, how powerful that could be, how much overlap there would be, and then blown away by the nonprofit, by SUPVETS and what they had created, because it's something that I've thought about before, like what would it look like if I had something to do with a surf retreat or a stand-up paddle retreat, but never really having a conversation with somebody who knows what they're talking about, and boom, all of a sudden I'm going to go down on one of these trips and be exposed to it. It was very impactful for me, so I, I decided to humble myself immediately, knowing that I needed to. been in the water for almost all of my life, 22 years as a, an active-duty Navy SEAL, a lot of experience in the desert, 
but uh, always maintain one foot in the water. My passion for the water and my personal time uh, has really flourished uh, over the last 10 years, last five years of my career in active duty. So going down there with the identity of a student was important for me. That was my intention, to go down there as a student, be open, use all the determination and willfulness I have, and maintain the high stoke factor. So it worked, right? That framework worked for me. Uh, I think I needed to do that because uh, I'm pretty self-aware. I've had to fight through a lot of uh, life experiences to get to be able to actually say that and own that, right? Now I'm just having a, a high awareness of, of myself and how I impact people and, and, all, and all those little relational things. So just a little context there of uh, why being a student was important. The history of the SUPVETS. The SUP Veterans Nonprofit Organization was founded in 2018 by James Bart Bartoloni, former F-14 Top Gun Naval Aviator. Wesley Spence, retired Navy SEAL. Richard Witt Whittington, West Point graduate and retired Army Infantry Ranger. And Tim Evnen, he's a non-military entrepreneur. The first retreat to Pointe Mita in 2019 brought together veterans from around the country. The experience was rich and diverse and created a deep shift for everyone involved. The camaraderie that unfolded was real and invaluable. The laughter rang loud and the stories told brought everyone together in a way that no one could have anticipated, and their time on the water forged a brotherhood that holds fast to this day. As founding member Bart Bartoloni asks at each retreat, has anyone heard of the butterfly effect? This concept, discovered by meteorologist Edward Lorenz in the 1960s, reveals that tiny changes, like a butterfly flapping its wings, can create large-scale atmospheric changes thousands of miles away. A small action can have cascading results. Bart's vision for the SUP veterans is to create this dynamic by giving back to his veteran community in this all-expense-paid retreat in order to bring them wellness, connection, and an ongoing relationship to the ocean. He asks only that they pay it forward. Bart says his relationship with the ocean has completely changed his life. To see him in action is to witness that truth. Sitting beside him in the water and witnessing his good energy at the dinner table, one understands that Bart's exuberance for living and the gratitude for his comrades is the driving force behind the SUPVETS. Co-founder Wesley Spence also speaks of the SUPVETS experience in philosophical terms, likening it to the ancient Japanese ritual, the Misagi event. The Misagi event is an action performed that tests one's abilities in a foreign environment. It is a task that is extremely challenging, giving the individual only a 50% chance of success. The idea of taking on such a challenge offers participants an opportunity to radically expand their sense of what is possible. As Spence challenges the men and women in his charge, how can you reach the edge of your potential without risking failure? His promise is that the SUP vet's experience will test the skill and mindset of each veteran in the ocean 
an unknown element for many, thereby encouraging them to strive hard and find a new level of possibility within themselves. Both of these visions lie at the core of the SUPVETS experience. Military members are trained to rise to a challenge, focus together on a mission, forge friendships, and support one another. At the end of their intensive five-day SUPSurfing experience in Punta Mita, they are proficient in new skills that they will take home to keep them connected to the healing power of the ocean. Kanga. The senior man over there, he, uh, he took me under his wing almost immediately. It was, uh, it was, I was completely blown away by that. Really humbled. Hall of Fame personality. Uh, world-class experiences. And he mentored me in his own little way. There's, there's a few things, a few little touch points there that I'll never forget just because when he starts talking, you get him to flip over some of the rocks and unleash some of the wisdom. It just leaves an impression, definitely left an impression on me. Sean Pointer left an impression on me because we could have real transparent conversations, deep water conversations. It was what we would kind of like fist bump and kind of name it afterwards. So it was super appreciative for him. He asked me a lot about my, my contest as a professional, which is teaching, uh, performance strategy, skill development, uh, holistic modeling in a high-stress performance world, the leadership through all that, all the little parts and pieces of it. That is my passion. So to share back and forth with Sean, two different contexts, but so many things that are parallel in terms of what it takes to, uh, to perform at a high level. On the veranda. In the evenings after dinner, the second-floor balcony of the hotel was where we met, drinks in hand, to go on a deep dive into conversation. Chairs were tactically acquired to seat every member on a small, humid balcony overlooking the resort. This became a central meeting ground for the retreat. So, you know, within our service, you know, we're dealing with many different types of people that look differently, maybe think differently, but are all unified by the mission. So it works and we work together. Certainly there's also you know, issues along with that, but that's the richness which uh, makes the, uh, the, the fighting forces here in the U.S. some of the greatest in the world. What uh, came to mind as we uh, were discussing sort of backgrounds was really just the fact that although we came from different places, we all served together in a diverse environment, but what struck me was that most people then, after we retired or, or doing other things, we went back to our essentially relatively homogenous uh, environments, you know, in different parts of the country. And, and that is kind of striking, kind of telling. I, I don't think it's anything that's unique here and now. It's probably something that's uh, really always occurred. But as a result of that, I think the muscle of dealing with other people and tolerance and some of the respect piece kind of atrophies a bit when we do go back into society and uh, uh, maybe behave in ways and think about things in ways that may not necessarily be uh, as good for the whole, but may be good for, you know, individuals. Military men, surf coaches and journalists let down their guard in order to receive new information, carefully consider alternative points of view, and ask pointed questions to get to the heart of every matter. Retired Navy Captain Will often challenged these sessions by lobbing Socratic questions into the fray like a grenade about to go off in the middle of the table. 
Will's full intention is to get people out of their ordinary mindsets and to begin thinking differently. Some of the veranda sessions where I just uh, just wanted to really get some of the you know thoughts of my fellow uh, service members and and uh, kind of see where their head is, where their mind is. Again, this is uh, September of twenty one, uh, which is kind of some of the height of the polarity. You know, COVID and different people you know feeling different ways throughout the country on vaccination and then you know race relations and uh, gender you know identity and and equality and all of those different pieces. And uh, certainly there is is no right answer. But for me, the some of the veranda sessions was really about just seeing what people, you know, what their thoughts were and uh, maybe how, what's the outlook and how they behave. And certainly a lot of the discussions was uh, free and open. And for some, it was measured. But again, you know, nothing, there was no right answer uh, being looked for, but it was more so about opening up a dialogue and being able to discuss with the hope that uh, there'd be learnings on all sides of the spectrum. Together on that balcony, we wound deeper and deeper, observing and analyzing the belief systems that had brought us together and taking off layers of armor to see what lay underneath. Will encouraged our responses by asking that we question anything that makes you feel comfortable. We all grew from these late-night sessions. Each night, the discussion was open, varied, and often contentious. A few of the topics covered included living on nuclear subs, the pullout from Afghanistan, Witt's hunting ranch, the suppression of black men and women throughout history, and the systems in place that limit our thinking. The veranda became a central tenet to the Misagi event we were creating. Moments of fun lightened the air whenever the discussion became too challenging. Shouts of, Viva la Mexico, echoed from that steamy balcony whenever a point was well made. We shouted it at the recently engaged couple in matching outfits who walked by, or found ourselves shouting it just because the rain was pouring down and we were together in solidarity, happy. Some of the most meaningful moments on this retreat were captured on the veranda, where trust was forged between men and women, Army and Navy, students and coaches. This trust and openness became the centerpiece for all other interactions. The impression that the retreat left on me, it was a willingness that was re-energized for me. That's what really broke through was this this understanding that, you know what, I really need to start learning what it means to love myself. Something that I've not really heard of before. I've never really heard it from another guy. I've never heard it from another vet. And that was something that was talked about there. And uh, it hit me. And it was something that matched with all the skill stuff that we were doing down there on the water. And just being physically prepared and being available to do whatever I wanted in the water at any time of the year. Um, aspirationally in any place in the world. So that's what really broke through for me is that I need to take care of this, this asset that I have, this, this human <laughs> animated body and do whatever I need to do so it can thrive, so I can go do things all over the world and put as much stress on this thing as possible without having to worry about it and build high-level skill in open water in stressful environments. So that's what I got out of it. Segwaying into 
where I'm at now and kind of how I see the trip and my interaction and my relationship with the Subvets tribe. I went back for a second time. I was reinvited. I introduced myself at the welcome dinner down there as a retread, kind of uh, embarrassed, a little bit insecure, right? I'm here again. You guys are kind of seeing how epic it is to be here. What, uh, what an amazing experience it's going to be. The world-class people that are here that care so deeply that you're here. And uh, I get to do it again kind of a thing. So that was a little, that was a little, uh, caused a little discomfort to share that. But that trip went by pretty fast for me. There was a few times that I let things get to me that affected me and affected my, my mood in a bad way and my attitude. And I never really recovered from that. I remember being frustrated with my rides almost every single time we did a video review, not wanting to watch my rides, not even wanting to talk about it. And I think in the end, just kind of trying too hard in a lot of different directions all at the same time. So that trip ended in something that I had never seen before inside of Sup Vets, right, on my previous trip or something they have never talked about. And it really came up, I think, about midweek during this trip. And we were going to do a paddle out ceremony, the traditional paddle out in honor, either an event or a person that had uh, had passed. And in our circle, right, with, uh, with all the vets, especially from the special operations community, we have more than most can even handle. So we chose one specific event that a lot of people were close to on this trip. They could, uh, we knew instantly they would feel it and they could kind of match the, uh, the emotions that came with it. And uh, they asked me to lead it and have the voice over it and really set the tone for the whole event on the, the last day of the trip at sunrise in the morning. And it was a powerful experience. It was, uh, it was the cap on the whole thing. It just kind of blew all the cobwebs off of everybody and the bond of the, uh, of the whole cohort, the instructors, the SUPVETS crew, all the invites. Um, it was just a really rich <laughs> just bond between us that we shared openly. And it, was, uh, it, it, just, it just all surfaced through the events of Friday into our farewell dinner. Identity intelligence processes the identity attributes concerning individuals, groups, networks, or populations of interest. This year's SUPVETS retreat brought together 12 men, both active duty and retired military members. On the water and in the circle sat an Army infantry ranger, a retired Navy captain whose two children are also naval officers, retired SEALs, a breacher and a commanding officer to be exact, a Navy Air Force F-18 pilot, a USA F-A-18 naval attache to both Argentina and Pakistan, an Army medic, and three Army medevac helicopter pilots. Being tasked with describing these men is insurmountable. Being asked to bring them to life through writing is like asking the velveteen rabbit to put on a ferocious face and curse like a truck driver. The lives they've lived, the services rendered, the positions they've put themselves in to protect our nation's security is both humbling and reassuring. They've seen hardship. They've suffered from PTSD. They came together for one week on the ocean to learn about waves and surfing, to rekindle a camaraderie that is so often lost when they retire and return to civilian living. What I witnessed and experienced in their good company was a world of hope, resilience, and an infinite capacity to serve. I hope someday to be like them.
especially on these trips, the setting is take it for yourself, right? Don't think about giving it to anybody else because that's such a default thing that vets do. We get taught something and we're so unaware and the lines are blurry in terms of what's actually for me and what's actually for everyone else that it's a slippery slope and most things start to come out and it's for everyone else and what it meant for you is kind of lost or it's dormant or it's not it's not functioning it's not in operation the way it could be so that's kind of the set there right so it's the whole I'm on a trip, I'm, I'm getting all this stuff and I'm, I'm going to be able to give back because I'm going to know a new, a new community, uh, a surf community, they're vets. I'll be able to give something back in the future, but I need to take something on this trip. That's what I'm being told and that's kind of how it goes anyway on these trips. But Witt had something else and he had the, the missing part, I think. He said, we need to th- start thinking about what we're leaving behind on this trip. And that was powerful. It just sent a wake over everyone. It sent a wake over me the first time we talked about it in collaboration pre-trip. And uh, what, a, what, what, a, what a beautiful concept and what a way to tie the give-take dichotomy all the way through and close the loop and have the 360 perspective of also leave something behind. And that's, a, that's an emotional, intelligent conversation to have with somebody. That's an emotional, intelligent demand, if you will, to ask for someone to... Start to wrestle with what's been dragging you down. What, is, what have you been bitter about? What is affecting your mood? What's, af- what's affecting your behaviors? And it's something that's probably in the past that shouldn't be doing whatever it's doing to you in, in this negative sense, right? And in in the opposite kind of trajectory of, of the function of the trips talked in every other way, up, 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 and out. But you can't go up and out and build and build that trajectory and keep climbing and keep fighting without leaving the dead weight behind. So we put that into practice that Friday morning on the paddle out. And we had the guys write it in the sand because it goes away when you write it in the sand and you've functionally, emotionally, intellectually, spiritually left it there, put it out, part of it's gone, and the water's going to wash it away for you. One final story by Generation co-founder Lauren Saxby, a.k.a. Sax, will reveal the underlying commitment to every SUP Vets retreat. When Lauren sat down one day and explained to all of us the significance of the tattoo on his shoulder, we all began to understand at a much deeper level the dedication that lies in the offering of these retreats. Here's Sax. Hey, thanks for doing this. You all are great. I'm honored to be part of the Stand Up Veterans mission to spread the stoke and connect people with the powerful healing attributes of the ocean, especially through something fun and healthy such as surfing. And I'm truly humbled to be able to share this, especially with those that have given us the freedom to be with our families, to be with our friends, to do the things that we love to do. Here's a story about my grandfather, who's no longer with us, a World War II vet, and how he's inspired me to carry out this mission. As a child, I lived with both my grandparents for some time. My grandfather and I had a close relationship and one I will never forget. One day he handed me a keepsake without much of a story behind it, other than it was important to him, 
and he gave it to me. This memento was an old patch that my grandfather wore in his uniform in World War II, and all he told me at the time was that the T and O on the insignia stood for Texas, Oklahoma, the Army Division he fought in, the 90th Infantry Division. It wasn't until my early adulthood that I needed to learn more. I soon discovered that the blood-red T.O. insignia also stood for tough hombres, and the men who wore that patch fought for 53 consecutive days against the Nazis in the most destructive war in history. My grandfather helped liberate Flossenberg's concentration camp on April 23, 1945, and eventually ended up on Hitler's porch as the war came to an end. Post-World War II, my grandfather had also attended the Nuremberg trials and soon after was awarded several medals for his valor. My grandfather was a hero to me before I learned of any of the significance, but he redefined the meaning of hero as soon as I became humbled by the history behind what had been sitting in a box for many years. I eventually learned that my grandfather had suffered from extreme PTSD, and as one could imagine, there was a heavy, heavy past he had to live with while raising a family. So to honor my hero, I had the T.O. insignia tattooed on my left arm in the same location where it was placed on his uniform. For a while, I kept it hidden from my family. Well, because they didn't approve of tattoos, they were highly frowned upon. Eventually, at a family gathering, I revealed it to my grandfather in private, and I prefaced by telling him to keep it between the two of us and not to share what I was about to show him with the rest of the family or I would have been dead me. At the moment of reveal, he recognized what I had done, and he immediately began sobbing. I had never seen him so emotional in my entire life. We were both emotional, but I still reminded him to keep it between us as I wasn't ready to show the family yet. He then proceeded to leave the room and tell everyone in my family, and I have a big family, what I had done. Man, I was busted, but at that moment, I didn't care. My grandfather, my hero, was proud, and it was his right to share, not mine. I couldn't have done it any better. My grandfather passed away shortly after, and he gifted me his burial flag that now sits proudly on my mantle. He made it through life's struggles in ways that I could never relate or fully comprehend. I am blessed to have spent years of my life with a true hero. People like him are the reason why I became involved in the SUPVETS program. Surfing is a major part of my life and has changed me in so many positive ways. And I honor my hero each time I help a veteran catch a wave, and that is what keeps us connected. And as I embark on this journey, I know he's watching from above. Love you, Grams. We hope you enjoyed this episode of On Water. We certainly love bringing the myriad and diverse group of characters from our water community to you to share their experiences. If you enjoyed what you heard, please like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. This podcast grows out of the publication of our quarterly print magazine, Session. Session celebrates the ways in which we all, as water lovers, engage in our world's aquatic playgrounds, from surfing to foiling, kiting, stand-up paddling, and more. We encourage you to visit our website at www.session-magazine.com. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening.